Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. How's it going, guys? Welcome to another edition of the RSL Show. I am the intern slash host, Alex. Alongside of me, I have... Intern slash host, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Adding, adding your a title for yourself. Yeah, why not? All right, uh, I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Isaac, the junior producer. Andy Munoz. That's what's your, it. What's your title? That's just, all you I, need I'm to know. I'm just Josh. I knew I'm, last name. I'm the guy just barely keeping this thing alive. Yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> all our friends quit. Everybody quit except us. Mitch moved to Portland. What are we gonna do when Mitch moves back? And Jake had a family. I don't we know. Gotta kick Alex out. Uh, I don't think so. No? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> That's a hard one, man, because uh, Mitch, I love Mitch, dude, but some, dude, sometimes he wouldn't watch the games, and he would show up to podcast. you remember that? Yeah. He'd be like, um, I don't know, man, I, I, I really didn't watch this match. Really see what happened, but we'll just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. We're not, uh, we, we never prepare. Uh, Alex, nice work on the uh, intro there, dude. Uh, Okay. We're here next day to talk about Real Salt Lake and Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, but first, uh, let's just r- quickly review okay. MLS Apple, yeah, MLS uh, 360. Let's talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And then uh, let's talk about some best moments around the league because now... I got to see them all. You got to see them all, yeah, right? Sick. It's pretty dope. Um, so, yeah, I'll go start. ahead, Josh. So, yeah. the MLS 360 idea is very cool. It's like an uh, NFL red zone type situation. Uh, my only complaint is they obviously haven't figured out, like, the banter between the multiple hosts. And then they need to figure out how to show more action, even if nothing's happening, right? If, if there's not a goal or whatever, they should have at least something from some game playing, even if it's just the game, right? Same with during commercial breaks. Like, it should be picture in picture. So there's always some kind of action for you to consume because it got really old. In week one, watching the hosts try to come up with something to talk about that wasn't, oh, Bradley Wright Phillips, you played for New York. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of got old. So they kind of need to, you know, fine-tune that a little bit. But otherwise, it was really cool to see all the action happening around the league at the same time. I think think the amount of times that they mentioned that Sacha question and – Bradley Phillips played for the New York Red Bulls. Dude, was, it was infuriating. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really old. Yeah, and I I agree. Like I've been saying for years that MLS needed some type of like red zone show where you can just go from game to game, get the live looks, get the get the highlights. You know, live like in the moment, just like with MLS 360, we finally got that. The idea is there, but. Fine, fine tuning, man. Yeah, yeah, they definitely need to work on it. It's week one, you know. Yeah, get, it's fine. Get there. I'm not mad about it, but like. But it, there, it needs to be fine-tuned or I will be mad about it. 
Yeah, and there was parts where they would like all be talking all at once, and you couldn't understand anybody. Correct. Like it just sounded like yelling over each other, especially when Twelman came on. Like once Twelman jumped on, which not a fan of Twelman already. No one is. <laughs> but as soon as he jumped on, dude, everybody was just talking over each other. It was like completely unorganized, such a mess. The idea is there. The video of the games, though, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The images are crisp. It looks nice, um, and so just just it just improved it from there. There was also a, a moment where the the five panelists or whatever were you could see their backs watching the TV <laughs> watching the highlight. <laughs> that made zero sense to me. Yeah, so there's... I want to see what's happening on the field, right? I don't want to see them watching it. Yeah. So that could go away. <laughs> yeah, that that I, was one that was weird. I think with how many times they switched sets cuz like sometimes they would have the desk out, sometimes oh, they would gross. have the couches out, sometimes they would just be standing there. With how many times I think they were just trying to like test which one worked best for them. Um, where, and cause literally every commercial break, he'd come back and then the desk would be back or yep. the couch would be back or whatever. So they'd be standing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it, again, just fine tuning. Yeah. It's like, uh, just keep the desk, right? Like that's what ESPN does generally. Literally uh, every other sports network. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, yeah, it was a little bit, you know, but it's for the first time it's, uh, I, I, I love it for what, it, I mean, it's going to elevate. Oh, already great yeah it's it's like you said to to your point with um being current on all of the league news that was pretty cool right that's something that i've never really been able to do outside of what i just catch on twitter yeah because you're not gonna yeah and and of course you know all some of the games were blacked out in the old system Mm -hmm. um so the only way that you would know is if it was gaining traction on social media on twitter um but like yesterday i mean some notable moments like tate schmidt getting the header from Hector Herrera, Houston Dynamo, like right. that was we probably would have on never seen. Like we would have seen someone tweet, "Oh, Tate scored," but we wouldn't have yeah. seen the goal. We wouldn't have, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, Isaac, what'd you like about it, dude? What's uh, what was your experience like watching this? I, I mean, it was really nice uh, just getting like updates, and then um, what can I say? I mean, the only thing I could really say that was like super critical was how laggy it was. Did anybody catch how laggy it was? I um, think some people kind of struggled with that yeah. a little bit. That's it. Yeah, that's it, dude. Yeah, just laggy. <laughs> laggy. That's well, not a bad. It's not a bad thing. And then you go from or not a, like a whatever. There could be well, more. Well, then I, I mean, also like Almeida, the two goals that he made, like it was pretty cool to see, see that. Like live though, like, like yeah. Hey, this is happening. Mm-hmm. They have a free kick in the ninety seventh. Let's see if he scores it. You know what I mean? Right, did you yeah. just swear? Did I? I don't think so. No. Did he swear? I, I don't think no, he did. I don't think I swear. Uh, th- no. Did you say f yeah? No. Okay. <laughs> if he did, it went right over my head. I'm going to go back. Bro, I'm going to go back and listen. Hang on. One sec. All right. We went back and listened. And uh, you said, like, yeah, by unanimous decision. Yep. He didn't say a swear word. I heard no swear word. And uh, we got, we just got the opinion of other people who are neutral. Isaac said, like, yeah. I thought he said, F, yeah. But he said, like, yeah. I just want everyone to know we just spent a solid 15 minutes arguing over what was said. Because <laughs> I'm, dude, I, I told you guys I didn't want to edit. Right, but like, my bad. Maybe way. I'm paranoid. You don't want to edit, but we just spent more time debating on what was said than it would have taken you to edit it out. Because, dude, who says like, yeah? Apparently, Isaac. Because he, like, just said it. Stupid. <laughs> say something real quick. Just say, like, just, just say a random fact or something. You need to go get your ears checked. Like, yeah. Who says like, yeah? Isaac. I just said that. 
He just said that. I swear, dude. I I heard F yeah. So if you guys are listening, listeners, please let us know. Did you hear an F yeah or a like yeah? We're going to have to throw a poll out tomorrow. So stupid. All right. Was it what, like What yeah minute F marker yeah? was that? It's like, it's like 5.50 or something. Anyways. Goodness gracious. What were we talking about? Oh, the Almeida <laughs> stuff, right? Well, yeah. just about MLS 360 yeah, okay. and how we could see things live. Yeah. MLS 360, I think it's dope. Yeah, they got to iron out the kinks. The thing that was the most annoying part is there's two games in stoppage, like literally, um, you know, 90 plus three. And, you know, you're you're watching like the commentators talking about both matches. And then it's like, <laughs> Apple, MLS, Apple TV. You're watching yeah, commercials MLS, Apple. Ridiculous, commercials. Dude. And, uh, you know, and they're like unbranded commercials. So it's almost like, why are they running commercials at peak times of, you know, stoppage time or, or, or close to the end. Or, God forbid, you can still play the commercial, but have the commercial small in the corner like the NFL does. Yeah. So you can still see what's happening. Yeah. I think they're going to work it out. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, opinions being tossed around, which I think most of are valid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, for one, am really enjoying the experience, and that's... You know, I'm not biased. I'm just I, – I think it's great. I think it's going to do a lot for the league and the growth. And, oh man, I had one more thing. Update. What's up? Who Jake won? Paul lost. Jake he Paul lost. lost. Jake Paul lost. Oh, damn. Oh, man. we Did he get knocked That's out? That's not a swear word. That is not a swear word. I've actually had this argument with Andy before, and he considers it a swear. But you consider that a swear? But I'm going to veto you right now and tell you to calm down. Let's just continue talking. No, I think damn's good. Okay, cool. Damn okay. is fine because okay. it's okay. We've let that one ride. Oh, you um, should have said darn, darn, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, MLS or er, er, just going from the coverage that ESPN Plus had ESPN Plus had last year to what we saw yesterday, complete night and day. Yeah, you could let the app ride, and you can switch in and out. There's picture in picture features. There's like you guys said, the MLS 360, um, the picture quality. Somebody said 780p on online. I don't know if that was a joke or not. That's not a resolution. Goes uh, 720, 1080, 1260, 1440p. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, it looked great. Um, it, it did look pretty crappy for the real game. Though. It and did I look. I think it was because of the turf. Yeah, it looked really bad for the turf the and RSL. the lighting in the stadium was bad. And yep. I think uh, as far as like crews that are maybe sent out, um, I mean, let's face it. Real Salt Lake, Vancouver, like bottom of the barrel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna send, you're gonna send some good people that can operate cameras and crews and all that. But uh, you're saving. I mean, dude, what was like the first match of the day? It looked awesome. Nashville, New York. Yeah, like that looked pretty good. Like the mm. camera angle, resolution, everything. Um, w- which, which too. But if you compare what we saw on Apple TV, yeah, that was a game that was naturally broadcasted on Fox as well. The difference, too, between the national broadcast and what was on Apple TV, also night and day. Fox, Fox's coverage was not good. Fox's quality was not good. Then you, I came back over to the Apple app to continue watching the game. So much better. Yeah. So much better quality. Uh, dude, I was, I was unaware of that. So there's still ga- – oh, yeah, they're still being broadcast on, a, on Ran- different random platforms. Random national yeah. TV games. Yeah, yeah. random. Yeah. They have to still you know, display the product to the masses at some point. Yeah. Um, commentators. Do we want to talk about the commentators? Um, how'd they do? I mean, they could have put some more effort into it. There was at one point 
The like Salt Lake Royal Keeper. Yeah, Salt Lake Keeper. Salt Lake's Keeper makes the save. It's like you can't look down and read his name, dude. Right. <laughs> that that was annoying. But, you know, again, growing pains to be fair. Uh, I just really hope Twelman ends up calling games and not on that 360 thing all the time because, man, I just can't with that guy. I never have been able to. So Yeah, he was supposed to be at the LA LAFC game. Oh, that's why he popped in. Yeah. Okay, so that's not an every week thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Thank yeah, I'm a big goodness. fan of it, dude. Um, it's uh, again, if you're paying for Apple TV, instead of a hundred dollars, it's eighty dollars. I think a lot of people went on to Twitter to say like, "Hey, the cost is justified for what I'm getting," and it's true, man. Like, you know, we were talking about this. It's you know, there were no blackouts. We were all kind of like enthralled with the other games and suddenly caring about what was going on. And and then yeah, you could see the top players like Almeida, you know, scoring in the ninety third and then the ninety seventh for the win, which was Wild. insane. And they were two bangers too. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, like a little dude. tap in and a little tap in. It was exactly so. Um, just uh, I, I think it's it's off to a great start. By the way, uh, we do have a winner of the MLS Apple Season Pass. I need a drum roll from Isaac and from Alex and uh, Josh. Go ahead. All right, the winner of the 2023 MLS Season Pass by review and by random whatever is uh, Dalton Gee. Congratulations, Dalton. Let's you go. Yeah, Dalton. Let's go. Dalton. That's how you're finding out. Let's go. Yep, we've, uh, we've messaged uh, the winner. Um, we'll go ahead and post that a little bit later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we got, we got the code over to him, so we do good on our promises. MLS Season Pass brought to you by the RSL Show. Ah, that's one thing that I wanted to say. What I didn't miss, I did not miss the America First Corner Kick or Maverick the... Throw-In. <laughs> what was the Man of the Match one? Or like the Good Hands? You're in Good Hands with Allstate yeah, or whatever. Yeah, save the game. Yeah. Dude, like that's... Swig substitutions. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I did not miss that at all. Like, like every single not... time. Yeah. I there was not one point where I missed it. And I understand that those things are probably happening on the radio side and we'll be able to hear those on the home radio when Real Salt Lake has their first home game on hopefully, March eleventh. Hopefully I'm at the riot watching and don't have to hear it. So Yeah. Yep. So um I you know, I just love <laughs> I love Apple. I really do love Apple. Well, it was, it was pure, right? It was just it was nice, man. It, it was, was just like the game. Even the ticker was nice. Like, the score ticker looked nice. I actually didn't like it. The presentation was like nice. It too simple it for was you? Way too simple. Why? The, just throw on a crest on there, and I would have no. been happy. But see, there. So throw on throw on so, the team logos, and we're good. That's fine and all. But from a neutral standpoint, if you don't know what that crest is, you're looking for the color. You're looking. You're looking for that color from the crest, bro. Think sure. about it. How many times sure. has your girlfriend? You don't have a girlfriend. My bad. How many times has uh, a girlfriend of yours in the past been like, which team are we? Exactly. Dude, that's a game changer. It's just the color. RSL. Yellow. I can see that. Bam, yellow. And then there was no advertisement along with it. It was just simple. It was nice, man. The presentation. Dude, I love that Apple's like a billion dollar corporation. They're like, we don't need your, you know, tire shop. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I just love that, dude. Like. I'm not saying I hate local business, but I uh, when I'm trying to watch something, it's like yeah, just I don't it's, I don't care I don't I don't need the Sportsman's Warehouse fiftieth minute <laughs> blah 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 right. right. It was nice not being bombarded by ads in the game. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. I almost you know I feel 
great. I didn't buy anything during the match. It's nice. Men's mm-hmm. Warehouse outfit of the match. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and even during the games, like here specifically at America First, like we'll have like the Sigrid and Jensen signs by the goal boxes. We'll have freaking ads all around the stadium. But even like just looking at most of like the broadcast and most of what the sh- like the the games yesterday, they didn't have those anymore. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but there weren't as many ads on the field either. Yeah, I don't know. There were still there were still the boards, right? Yeah, I think the boards had some. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. He could be right. I saw the Adidas board, and that's it. But I, I don't think they killed all the ads. I, think I don't. I, I saw one for like Blast Media, whatever that might be. But I didn't yeah. see that. There's one. still gonna be some ads, but it's yeah. not like every time someone sneezes, oh, we have to see this ad read now. <laughs> yeah. What's up? No, the thing that I was going to say was like... He rises up like a salmon! Brought to you by Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. I was going to say, the Blast Media like panel was flipped the other way, so it was like towards the crowd and not towards the field. So I guess... Uh, it'd be interesting. We'll have to go back and look. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if they just killed all sponsorship. But that... I don't know. That wouldn't really make sense. But then I could see... I could see Apple just being like, yo, we just want strictly, you know, MLS on Apple, whatever. We just want the people's money, not... Yeah, <laughs> cool. I think it's totally worth it. Um, if you guys are on the fence about it, you know, do your research, but mainly just go online and just uh, see the user experience and how happy people were. Uh, like we said, they got to get rid of some of the kinks, but uh, dude, a great start, man. Like, absolutely. What a great launch. Um, cool. Well, let's move on. Let's talk some major league soccer. Uh, first off, it's going to go around the, the board here, and we're going to talk about scores around the league. Um, also, if we can kind of remember some of the gameplay, feel free to chime in with those. Uh, so first match of the day, Nashville SC versus NYCFC. Zimmerman gets the first goal. Zimmerman gets the first goal. Yep, of the MLS season. No surprise. Zimmerman, yep, he did. Uh, 2-0. So NYCFC falls. Uh, then we move over to Atlanta versus San Jose. I'm trying to remember details, dude. Did you watch that at all? Oh, duh, Atlanta. <laughs> duh, Almeida. Just like last night. Let me show those highlights. Yeah, man. I'm just like spacing <laughs> as, it, dude. As we just watched that. No, what a what a what a fantastic match. Um, also, let's see, Charlotte, New England. Mm. It's weird seeing uh, Bobby Wood in a New England kit. A little strange. Uh, DC United, Toronto. Dude, what a comeback in that one, too. Comeback? Toronto's up 2-1, and then DC in like the 89th and the 97th, however long they played. Benteke gets a goal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Miami, Montreal. Aaron Herrera handed his first loss as a Montrealian. Montreal, is that what they're called? Montreal. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. It's a pretty rough name, if so. Probably a game that we didn't want to follow. Uh, no one watched that. Orlando 1-0 over the New York Red Bulls. PK. Meh. Dude, and Dude. those Red Bull jerseys are gross, man. You don't like them? They, Dude, everybody's hyping them up. They're dumb. Wow. Look they them. look like, uh, you know, the Easter Candy Robins eggs? Oh, yeah. That's what they look like to me. Yep. Also, and then there were two matches that were just, like, electric. Uh, I know you're going to go crazy for the first one. Philadelphia versus Columbus. <laughs> Philadelphia, bro. They're so good, man. Just put on a show, dude. A couple PKs, though. But still, two, yeah, they were, still lit them up. Still, though. 4-1, bro, over yeah. Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew's a good good team. Yeah, they they were a good team. I don't think they're considered a good team anymore. All right. Uh, move over to Austin and St. Louis. Dude, St. Louis, bro. Shout out St. Louis. Way to come into the league, my guys. Yeah. A team I know nothing about. 
over Austin, dude, on the road. That's a good team that they beat. Yeah. I think I think if they go into like a Chicago per se and they get the win, we're probably not t- having this conversation. But the fact that it's Q two Stadium, the fact that it's Austin, probably one of the most hostile territories in the whole league, and they just go and get the win for their first in, game in stoppage, was it not? In, uh, or no, right it, at the death? It was it was a late goal. It wasn't in stoppage, but it was a, it was a super late goal. But Kip Keller on the turnover. Yeah, yeah. that defender. Hey, pass me the ball. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, dude. Yeah, you gotta. If you guys, yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, basically the uh, the forward is like behind the defender. Says, "Hey, pass back" or something like that. You can. I mean, there's no other way that explains that the defender literally turns around and just kicks it before looking up. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but also, that, I guess that makes up for St. Louis's goalkeeper Berkey just being absolutely lazy True. on that chip, dude. True. <laughs> that was mind blowing to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dallas, Minnesota, Minnesota one Oh over Dallas. And then we've got, uh, then of course we've got, uh, what everybody is talking about, what everybody is happy about for the most part. Uh, Real Salt Lake two, one win over Vancouver Whitecaps. And, uh, dude, why don't you hit us with the pre stats that you, uh, mentioned in the last episode that, uh, Trey blatantly stole from you. (laughs) Um, go ahead and tell us the stats, dude. Uh, what was what were the stats if you remember them? Yeah, so per- entering this one uh, since 2010, RSL had not lost a um, season opener. They were six and seven, uh, six wins, seven draws, and they went into Vancouver. And it for a second there, it looked like they weren't going to come out of Vancouver with a result. Not that first half, man. Yeah, that was some rough footy. So let's talk about it. Uh, let's go ahead and break down this match uh, first off before the match even kicks off. Um, you can kind of see like the Apple mandates kind of coming down to the team level. RSL puts out a team graphic starting 11 for the first time. I don't think that's because it's a fan. Hey, let's, you know, let's do this for the fans. I think it's because Apple's basically saying, Hey, I think you're right. You got to do yeah. this. Yeah. Just the first time we've seen one of those since the Petiera. Yeah. Since the Royals existed. Well, actually, I don't know. Cause Houston didn't do formation. Um, trying to think, I think uh, maybe it was just Houston. Maybe the know. maybe the admin just was like, I don't want to deal with those tweets this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. can we please just put out the formation? I don't know, man. Um, oh, Nashville, Nashville doesn't have a graphic either. Yeah. So uh, let's go and take a step back, and uh, we were playing a fun game that we'll probably uh, do here on the future. We because the first half just was kind of uneventful. Josh, do you want to talk about like what we were doing? Oh, the our. Uh, <laughs> Our starting 11 of the biggest flops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the biggest RSL flops. Like, yeah. Just like signings we regretted or ones that just didn't pan out or players that just couldn't play. Like I know people will do like, oh, let's hear your best 11. We were putting together like our worst 11. Right. Yeah. And that was based on our feelings towards this first half because it was so disconnected. It was so sloppy. You know, we went down a goal from some poor marking. Like it just was not good. And based on that first half, you know, I don't think any of us thought we were coming out with a win. Yeah. So let's talk about the starting 11 real quick. Uh, Rubio Rubin obviously didn't travel with Real Salt Lake. Um, Suspension? Yep. And uh, so the starting 11, here we go uh, for Real Salt Lake. So up top we've got Julio, or excuse me, Anderson Julio. Uh, In the mid we've got Jefferson Savarino, Demir Krylock, um, Mikhail Chang, which I know there's a lot of opinions on that. Uh, and then we've got Brian Ojeda, Jasper Lafelsend, and in the defense we've got Brian Oviedo, Marcelo Silva, Justin Glad, Andrew Brody, 
and in keep, of course, we've got Zach McMath. Um, you guys see that starting eleven? What's the uh, w- what kind of feelings do you guys get uh, off of uh, the approach that Pablo was going with? That's a good eleven. I had no problem with it. Yeah, same. It's a good eleven. Stack midfield. Yeah, that's all I could really say. I think really the only I, the only minor change is like I get and I told you guys yesterday too is like I get wanting to ease Gomez into MLS competition but I think Miram probably would have been a bit of choice to start and again that goes back into the Michael Chang opinions and sure yeah we'll get into that yeah my only other real thing is you know I I'm very sad that we still we don't have enough strikers that you know our only striker suspended and then we're having to play a winger as, as striker like I I cannot wait for the day that that problem is solved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just an uneventful first half. Just sloppy, dude. And, you know, I, I really, after, you know, rewatching some of the game, thinking about it, I really want to believe a lot of that was nerves and a lot of that was the turf. Yeah, I think it was a lot of it had to do with turf. Right. Um, I mean, when we if we want to skip forward to, uh, you know, Carlos Andres Gomez's, I think uh, a lot of that was just turf. Yeah, and I, I never, I don't want to blame the turf, especially having to go to Seattle next weekend. But I, their turf's even different, though. They, apparently, this is a new turf. Yeah, that was just just recently so installed. Mm-hmm. It, it just did not look like it was playable, dude. But, and and I mean, we kind of saw it in the in the midfield a little bit too. Anytime Jasper or Heather would get up the ball, especially in the first half, it was just kind of. Just sloppy possession. We couldn't really hold on to it. Too many turnovers, too many giveaways. Um, so, yeah, I, I, turf, preseason jitters, I don't, or first game jitters, I don't know what it was, but that we're first a, half. We're away, there's a yeah. snowstorm. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. That, yeah, that first half was just wasn't wasn't good. You know, not not just to mention the the misguided passes from Ojeda and Lafelson, but even our outside backs, like, they could not – you know, we could see we were trying to switch the field multiple times, and we just could not do it. Glad couldn't get it over. You know, it, it just looked like a struggle in all aspects. Yeah, and I think even defensively, we struggled in the first half. There was way too many opportunities for Vancouver. Oh, yeah, the communication was definitely off. Um, I think a big part of that is severely missing Aaron Herrera, right? Mm-hmm. This is her first game without him. You know, Oviedo's been around, but he hasn't been around like Herrera has. You know, so they have to gel, and it, it takes some time. Yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, you can see that because the switching and just kind of like the marking in the first half, it just wasn't good. We gave up the set piece off poor marking for the mm-hmm. first goal. Poor, and poor marking, and then even before that, it was a turnover in the midfield by Ojeda, I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then last, like, what, 10-ish minutes of that first half, they started to come alive a little bit more, started taking more opportunities, started getting forward a bit more. Um, but the response in the second half, I think, was just a lot better. Yeah, night and day, whatever Pablo said at halftime, it worked. So. Yeah, for sure. We were having a debate on uh, what Pablo <laughs> was, was saying. So, what do you think Pablo said in the in the uh, half? You know, realistically, I think he just told everyone they needed to calm down. Why don't you say what you said yesterday? You were making some good remember. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys! Uh, it's just the first game of the season. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about fine. it. Just uh, <laughs> do your thing. Just you play know, hard. Keep, keep doing what you do. Just you have know, fun. You know what to do. Just get yeah. out there and do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, back to the first half, um, Jasper Loffelson draws a yellow card on the f- in the fifteenth minute. Early, so we're a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. right? And that one, honestly, like a second later, could have easily been a red. Is close, yeah. Twenty yeah. uh, fourth minute, so Julian Gressel assists Javian Brown for the one zero up. 
Um, again, uneventful comeback, 70th minute. Uh, we'll jump into the first goal. And it's a Michael Chang assist, whips it into the box, and Justin Glad just, I wouldn't say sacrifices he, his body, but he, but he just, at it. Yeah, yeah, he threw, he did. And uh, he gets his left foot on it, and his upper body goes into the pole. Obviously, he's not injured, celebrates. Did we have it drawn up as a Jay Glad goal being the first goal of the season? Someone said it. I don't know. I don't know who did. I think one of us did. One say, of us I said it while we were watching the game. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, more of like yeah. a joking manner, right? Yeah, like absolutely. defender, yeah, like a defender goal. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just I mean, not even like three minutes later, uh, the ball is played out wide. Who took that? For, who did the like the outside foot pass into mm-hmm. Jefferson Severino? Oh, Oviedo. Yeah. Oviedo, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful pass, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why. Uh, I think that's why this led up to the play. Jefferson Saverino maintains possession inside the box. Little toe poke. And then Demir Krylock first touch with his left? Yeah, it was with his left. Dude. With his left, dude. It was So it was a... Hits the side net. Beautiful goal, bro. It was it was weird because usually when someone takes that shot, they try to curl the ball towards the the uh, far post. Mm-hmm. But he curled it inside, which was weird. Yeah. But, I mean, and he's got the in. And he's got the confidence. I mean, how many times, how many opportunities did we see... Inside the box or just outside the box, where a you know a heavy ball is played quickly, and it's like touch touch shot. Yes, um, well, it, Demir it, with the veteran status, bro, one touch. And it's funny you say confidence because he hasn't played in a whole year. Yeah, yeah. you he, you couldn't have told me that. Yeah, after like last just, night, just comes in and he, up to that point, I don't think he really was involved too much in the game. But no one was going yeah. forward. None of none of our attack was really involved in that one up until probably like 10 minutes prior to that when Arsenal started attacking, 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 attacking. But for Demir to just like show up in the right place at the right time like he always does and to just curl that in the way that he did, that's you I, I yeah, I I wouldn't have known like if I wasn't following Arsenal, I would have known that he hadn't played in like almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane, man. Um, and and you guys have thoughts about him going at the full ninety. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Talk about it later. Uh, but um, shortly after, uh, Michael Chang is subbed out. In comes Carlos Gomez. But let's talk about Michael Chang. There's a lot of opinions online. Um, we were a little guilty of like, dude, like get him off, right? But he he got the assist. He got the yeah. assist. So is is all forgiven, or what can Michael Chang improve on? You know, I think a lot of it, you know, just like with uh, Ojeda, with Lafelson, with Glad, with Oviedo, I think a lot of it with Chang was the turf, too. You know, there were just a lot of misplaced passes, a lot of misplaced crosses. And the offense was seemingly seemingly going through Chang at the moment, so I think he was just the one everyone was paying attention to, right? Um, but at the end of the day, he, he was fine game. Yeah. Compared to everyone else, right, it was a fine game. Yeah. And I think everyone kind of forgets, too, that – a lot of his assists last year and a lot of what he does is curating set pieces and we were able to score the first one mm-hmm. off a set piece. Short corner played to Chang, just close, and then Chang just whips it out back far post and Justin yep. Glad's there to meet it. Um, that's that's who Michael Chang is. That's what he does. He, he's really good at curating those set pieces and so to, just to have him there in that position is good. But like you said, first half for him and first half for the majority of the team, it, it was just sloppy. It just wasn't good. Yep. But you know, with him being the focal point, that's where the mean tweets come from from people so just catch it is what it is yeah Yeah. exactly well we'll come back and we'll give him uh we'll we'll, we threw a tweet out 
and we'll discuss it. But we we did like a you know who would you rate last night's or where would you rate last night's performance from one to ten? Who stood out positively and uh, who do you think needs major improvement? We'll come back and revisit that here in just a few minutes. Um, okay, seventy sixth minute, Sergio Cordova comes on for the Whitecaps, and dude. That guy, his sprint, bro, from, like, <laughs> box to box, dude. <laughs> but let's be real. That was his one sprint of the game. Yeah. yeah. Again, I I watched him play last night, and did you, did you guys miss him? Uh, I was, no. I, yeah, I'd probably say no. No, because he, I think the way he played for the Whitecaps is the way he would have played for us. Right. I mean, dude, like, the, the sprint that caught everybody off guard where we're just like, dude, we've never seen him run that long. It's and, annoying. Or that fast, sorry, annoying. And then he had, like, this beautiful touch and turn where he just didn't happen to have, like, a, a shot leading up to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's warming up on the sideline. Uh, you know, the commentators are talking about him to come in. But it's, it just didn't really feel like a threat. No. And it I wasn't, like, scary. because we all know what he's capable of, right? But most of the time, he was capable of disappointment yeah right yes we can remember that he was our leading scorer last year but how many times leading up to that were we like we should just terminate this guy's loan you know what i mean a couple times i don't understand what vancouver saw in him to pay him dp money i really don't yeah i don't get it um one one person that we might have kind of skipped in all of this because i see the substitution leading up to in the 79th minute was anderson julio uh, he never had a chance missed to get him involved, this man. match, man. He I, never had a chance to get involved. There was yeah. no ball, th- no through balls played to him. There was, yep. there was nothing played to him. And you could say the same about old Danny Musovski, oh old gosh. Moose, right? I think he had one run. Dude was running in quicksand. Dude, dude. that was. <laughs> I wouldn't call that running. shooketh. You know, like <laughs> you're so. Subtle. You guys, you guys are. Do you guys play FIFA? Yeah. 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 So you know how like you're playing career mode and you have this team full of like 70, 80s, maybe higher, and then you like. Get someone like through your academy and they're bronze. like a yeah, and then they just you push sprint and they don't move. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was, dude. Like, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, it was a really slow run by Danny Musovski. <sighs> I'm sure you guys, you guys may have seen it. LAFC misses him though. Yeah, I can't wait to be shown why. Yeah. Well, and and then going back to to Anderson, um, like Drake Josh said, I just don't think he got really that much involved. But even then, I feel like the one or two runs that he had, he got beat to the balls. Which, when yeah. the, and I made the comment last night, I was like, I never thought that we would say that in like Anderson Julio in the same sentence with him just getting outrun by a defender. Especially by a center back. Right. That was weird. Yep. But again, turf maybe? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just glad we don't play on turf, dude. That was a weird one. True. Um, at the same time of Anderson Julio's substitution, we'd pull off Jefferson Severino. In comes Justin Miram. Uh, I... I I would have wanted to see a little bit more of Justin Miram in this game. Agreed. He's just like, for to me, he's just a playmaker. Like, he's a decent hold-up player. Um, he can get balls into the box. Uh, not afraid of people to take, like, to take players on one-on-one. So, he came in in the 79th. Um, but, but let's be real, his first, like, two, three involvements were turnovers. And, and yeah, and I think... Again, that just goes back to kind of the funk that Ross Lake was in all night. You don't yeah. expect that from a veteran player, right. a guy who's entering season 13 in the league. He just comes in, tries to do what he does, take on those players, make those nifty little moves on the wing, but just completely turns the ball over. We saw it on both sides of the wing because right. Gomez, obviously, give him, we're going to give him a little bit of time. We're going to give him a little bit of, to kind of a, 
jump into MLS competition, but like he had like maybe one or two good sprints to start with, and then the turnovers came from that side too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with Miriam's for me was they came really close to the box. He was trying to do some stuff. It was just pretty nerve wracking, yeah. man. Like to you know, I, we get it, hunker in, bunker down, um, park the bus essentially. But you're but just as, up two one. As we learned from the playoffs last year, that's not necessarily the way to go. But we know that I think Pablo's mentality there is, yeah, if we can get the win, uh, we'll take it. But if we can take the draw, like that's just as good. I mean, sure. I've I've that's been quoted before that's been something that has been said especially on the road yeah yeah it's like we'll take and, a draw yeah and especially and with how they played as well like you're in a position now where you're two, up to one right. don't take any chances just well, bunker but, but down that's, walk out there I'm with saying, three or one point that's what i'm saying is some of the things these wingers were trying to pull that close to your own goal while mm-hmm. trying to preserve a lead were dumb questionable yeah yeah all right so i just want to drive some strats strats some stats strats guitars um, I want to run some stats by you guys, and I guys, and I want you guys to say uh, which team do you think it was. Okay, so total shots. Ready? One team had eighteen. One team had eleven. Which team had eighteen? Vancouver. Vancouver. Okay, you might have said that earlier, Alex. Uh, possession. Who had higher possession? Fifty-five percent versus forty-four percent. Vancouver. Pass success rate. 84 to 82. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, is dribbles a stat, dude? It is. Yeah, dribbles. Uh, 11 dribbles versus 3 dribbles. I'm going to go Vancouver. Uh, Real Salt Lake. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ariel's won. 14 versus 9. Real Salt Lake? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like Isaac's. Uh, Real Salt Lake? Is it, is it it's like Real a question. Salt Lake? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, you're fine, dude. Okay. Uh, tackle, 17 versus 16. Uh, let's go with Alex. What was it again? Tackles, Tackles 17 versus 16. I'm going to go Arcel. Yeah, you got it. This is just fun. Uh, corners. All right. <laughs> Who had the most corners? 10 versus 6. Arcel. Uh, that's That would be Vancouver. Oh, really? And then uh, really? Disp- dispossessed eight times, tied. Um the player that got the highest rating uh, out of both squads was Jay Glad. So somebody replied to KSL, KSL. Sports. Yeah. All right, I, dude. dude. I saw that too, and I was like, dog. So, okay, here's my argument for this. This is so stupid, man. So you I have, saw that too. You have like, Saba Bro. and the two goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Who else you could have you put a, as a third person for, like, who was the man of the match? Wait, what are you yeah. talking about? So someone on KSL... The KSL Sports had the poll, who was your man of the match, and Jay Glad was in there. And someone went in and said, obviously you guys didn't pay attention to the game because you wouldn't have put Justin Glad in there. Yeah, he it scored was, a goal, dude. It was no. at Cody Alvis 24. Um, mm. Stupid take, bro. The fact that Jay Glad is an option shows that you guys don't watch sports much. What are you talking yeah, about, dude. bro? Like, yes, he may not have had the best the, game. The opening goal defender. Right, but, like, sure, he may not have had the best game. No one else did either, yeah, right? But, uh, he yeah. had a goal that puts you in the conversation. That's yeah. literally it. Well, and then you can make the argument that literally nobody had a good game, especially in the first half. No, nobody did. But I mean, like you got to throw a, you got to throw a goal scorer on there. Yeah. I you, mean, throw, you throw both goal scorers on there and the playmaker, <laughs> like yeah. Unless the goalie stood on his head, which McMath did not. I saw that man. That was so weird. And or they do watch sports teams. Everybody at KSL Sports. That's literally their job. There's TVs everywhere. 
Someone, someone, someone would argue that and say that whatever, but dude, no, no, that was that was a pretty bad take. Yeah, it's a pretty stupid take. Um, okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about I love that we don't care anymore, and we'll just say that now, <laughs> dude. It's it's so, a yeah. dumb take, bro. It's just stupid. I have dumb takes all the time. That was like stupid. Though. Like I saw it and I wanted to reply, and then I was like, Ugh, I even, did the same thing. I haven't worth the time. Sent it to you guys, and like, I was not like, worth the not time. Worth the all right, I'm uh, sure he's Anywho. a nice guy. All right. Yeah, thanks for listening, if you're listening. Yeah. All right. But, uh, Shout out. <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate you. We, we just, all right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Them. Let's move on. All right. RSL Show, where would you rate last night's performance from 1 to 10? Who stood out in a positive way, and who do you think needs major improvement? Uh, share your thoughts. We'll cover it on the next episode. This is the next episode, so we're going to go down the list. And, uh, yeah, a lot of engagement on this. So, at Robert Kreeb. Uh, wrote only players I thought were good were Silva, Glad. Other than that, uh, bad giveaway. Or excuse me, other than the bad giveaway, and McMath. Uh, lots of players who usually stand out were invisible in the first half. Uh, Sava, Brody, Demir. Yeah, again though, I think that's away in Vancouver. Notoriously a bad place for us to play. Brand new turf, bad weather, first game of the year. I'm giving this one a pass. This is also why we have our. We're going to give it 10 games into the season to see how we really feel, right? So let's keep going down the list. So Sean Moran uh, says, I'm going with the first game jitters in the first half and some of the lingering bad passes and decisions in the second half. Eager to see the progression. Side note, I was blown away with Vancouver's passing and attack first half. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Daniels, he actually gave us scores. He said the first half, 2 out of 10. Second half, 7 out of 10. Overall, 5 out of 10. That's about where I sit. Yeah. Out of five, yeah. But you got to add like two points because you took three points. No, like seven out of ten. We don't deserve to, like we didn't technically deserve to win that game, in my opinion. Right? This is one of those games that if RSL, if the roles were reversed and we lost that game, I would be livid. Yeah, because Vancouver did not deserve to lose. If that makes sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Preston Chitty says thrilled but genuinely shocked with the win. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Given how that first half went. Uh, feels so weird to be so pessimistic about a late comeback. But a lot of the boys were really poor. Good news is we have lots of time for improvement and getting more of the new boys settled in. True. It's exactly, yeah, yep. exactly how I feel after this one. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Show over. Uh, guitar guy Ryan the Rusky says first half 2 out of 10, second half 7 out of 10. Ojeda had a lot of really bad passes slash possession. Yes, he did. Uh, Miram was awful. That's all he says. Krylock was great, but needed more of the ball. Yep. Uh, we really struggle on turf. Yep. Uh, looking forward to see what Gomez can really do. So this, you know. It's all unanimous, man. Yeah. All right. I here we this. go. Draper Ute says, five overall. Marking on set pieces needs work. Missed Ruiz in midfield. Never thought I'd say that. Well, I, hot take here. It's not even that hot of a take. I don't think Ruiz makes that much of a difference in that match. I think and, everyone is going to struggle. Yeah. Yep. And most crosses were not good. Only giving up one goal with all the bad passes leading to breaks was a miracle. Defensive recovery was decent. Um, Got to give it up to Marcelo Silva. He was working back there. Absolutely. And his almost goal off that 18-yard header. Oh, yeah. That thing was a bullet, dude. Yeah. And again, I'm going to be – we talked about this last night a little bit, but again, we have to be critical about McMath's distribution again. <sighs> yes. My Lord, man. Pretty bad, That's going to – that will get us in trouble one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. Needs to just like slow down, calm down. All right. Uh, Philip Clark uh, says, I was so glad to see Demir get a goal. Wouldn't it be cool if they looked like they practiced on the counter? 
Wouldn't it be cool if they looked like they practiced on the counter? I mean, we didn't. We couldn't even get past like the midfield point at one point yeah, of the first half. The only so, counters I can think of are we we killed them ourselves, right? Yeah. Tim C. Meaty Conyers, nice handle, uh, solid six. Uh, the last eight minutes plus six extra time was intense. Great defensive stand at the end. Zachary Sayers says first half was barf. I've never seen Glad make so many poor passes, but I was thoroughly impressed with how they switched gears in the second. Um, let's see. Oh, but I was thoroughly impressed with how they switched gears in the second. Uh, glad that Glad came back, didn't lose his confidence, and scored. Was totally rad. Can't help but love this team. They are human, but they battle. Yep. Said X dog, bro. Cody Eden. <laughs> Poor start, obviously, but they found their footing and fought back. That's the key, especially on the road. Liked what I saw from Jasper Severino Glad after the rough start. More than anything, Crylog vibes A plus plus plus. Sava and healthy Dami gonna be a great combo. I agree. Uh Russ Grizz, first half three or four, second half seven. Uh McMath was the standout of the game. Uh whole team needs to work on those soft turnovers. Oh man, that's like <laughs> such a uh, like a contradiction because yeah. of McMath's distribution. The thing I can say is like he saved us from like at least two more goals, right? Yeah, no, he had some good saves. And and McMath is an absolute shot stopper, right? That's his gig. Right. But his distribution's always been a problem and that's mm-hmm. what's kept him from being in the elite category of goalkeepers. And I think for a team that loves to pass around the back line and start the attack from the back, you kind of need a good goalkeeper who's going to be good with his feet. You're going to need a good right. keeper who's going to distribute it well. And I can't remember, there was like maybe one or two in the first half, right, where he like messed it up pretty bad and Vancouver yeah, was like right on an attack. And let's not forget that had Ochoa not Ochoa'd, Ochoa would be the starter. Yeah. Right? Like Math would have lost his starting gig to another goalkeeper. At another club. Like, there's a reason he has never kept that job. And a big reason is his footwork and his distribution. And I've never, I've never, you know, I don't think we've ever complained about Ochoa's distribution. Aside from, no, that like, was one of his strengths. Yeah, aside from, like, his his stupid turnover with, uh, was it the U.S.? Uh, where did he, where did Ochoa have that? Oh, thing? Yeah, yeah, the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, the Olympic, Olympic qualifier, yeah, yeah. Like, a just a stupid mistake, whatever. That was, like, his one, right? right. But... With McMath, it's almost like every time the ball rolls back to him, yeah. you're you're puckering. You know, we're, what I mean? we're seeing it at least once a game, and especially towards the end of last year, we saw it at least once a match. Yep, where that could have been the game changer. Yeah. So Kevin Meyer says backline needs major work on clearances. Gomez looked slow and a little confused. Yeah, that's just it's the first match. Mm-hmm. Give him a little bit of a pass. He's, he's in his third country in two weeks. Like. True. You know what I mean? As yeah. a, a twenty-year-old, you know, who's never left Colombia before in his life, right? Yes, yeah. he, he's gonna need a minute. Yeah, Barry, but go ahead. I hope he gets those minutes. Yeah, Barry oh. Utley uh, says, "Man of the match, Severino. Second half, uh, Glad and McMath." So, yeah, okay. <clears throat> he like picked three men of the matches there. Nice job. Uh, <laughs> what needs to improve possession and movement off of the ball? Better marking on defense. Polish up the first touch and improve passing. Uh, Gomez looked rusty, but I am not worried about that. Nice to have Dommy back. Uh, score six out of ten. Yeah. Reincarnated as Bob. Uh, six. Glad was the best on the field. Ojeda and Oviedo were really bad. Uh, midfield needs some work. So it's just, uh, yeah, everyone's just basically 
you know, reiterating what we've said. Um, let's take it over to Instagram real quick. I, I, you know, I hate to spend a lot of time on these, but want to make sure all the platforms are taken care of. So C Nageldino says six for the play, but the three points is all that matters after a night like that, struggling on the road and winning is the mark of a strong team. Absolutely. I, I read that one and I like resented with that one, the mo- or resonated with that the most. Yep. <laughs> this, this, so we have to give credit, right? That that's a good point. Yeah. This team last year, they don't pull that win out. No. Or this team without Dami. They oh, don't pull uh, that win absolutely. Out, right? Yeah. No way. So exactly. It's good. It's a good thing. It's a good result. We're just asking for more because that's what we do as fans. Just polish it up. Clean Ethan it up. Beckstrand says, I thought Loffelson was a bit rough. At least the second half he looked out paced and underpowered. Gomez looks promising but had a few clumsy or heavy touches and just running straight at defenders with no plan is an odd tactic. Uh, just glad to have Demir back. Brayden Ashby. Oh, wait. Do we want to say something to Ethan real quick? Ethan, up, your Ethan. calves are small. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brayden Ashby says, Ojeda was constantly under pressure but never lost the ball. Many times uh, we would lose the ball and just hope it would get to them but end up turning over. Uh, Julio seems more and more like a winger, not a number nine. Yeah. Andres Gomez just needs time to adjust to how physical this league is. You can't tell he is – or you can tell he isn't used to it yet. Well, it's – Yeah, he got minutes. 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, Brayden. Uh, let's see. Pecky.20, not – Mike? No. <laughs> oh, is that your sister? Probably. Elizabeth N? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a six. First half was rough to watch, but they played much better second half. Demir, Ojeda, and Jefferson played well. Gomez needs more time to adjust, but he can be a key player this year. Glad was struggling in the first half, but made up for it with a goal. Um, She's coming for your job, dude. Yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah, let's. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on that take? I agree. Um, we had a little bit of conversation last night, kind of about that, and I told her, yeah, that's exactly what I saw. So shout out Becky. Good job. Is she gonna do a Royals podcast in the comeback round? Um, if she's not in Kansas, maybe she's probably gonna be playing for the Royals. Yeah. Ooh, I take. I take. Yeah. I mean, you heard it here first. <laughs> I think so. She is pretty good. She is very good. I'm sure what was the last part? <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Right. You like whispered something into the mic, bro. All right. Chap Wade. <laughs> first half was a three simply because we only conceded once. Uh, way too many times we gave a possession and midfield was non-existent. Second half, I'll give an eight. I love Dami. Ojeda was constantly losing the ball. And Oviedo, to me, was getting beat a lot in the first half. Gomez needs some time to adjust, so I really hope he keeps getting time. I he think, will. you know, a big problem with Oviedo was not only was getting beat, ugh, goodness, not only was he getting beat, but there were a lot of times that coming back after a turnover, he was very slow to get back on defense. And our midfield was not shifting to cover him, so we just had these giant holes on the wing where he should have been. Which, again, was, you know, catching us off guard, keeping us out of the shape defensively and you know just causing us to not look great and a lot of that's the Herrera effect so Usbaldo says uh, a five midfield was nowhere to be found defense and midfield were super disconnected I don't want to be a second half team I want them to play focus for 90 minutes also for Pablo preaching all preseason that they want to play vertical we didn't really see much of it well we saw it on the wings and it was the wings running straight right yeah but I again I I think a lot of this is stuff we'll see at home. An away match is an entirely different beast, but I would love for us to bring games to an opponent, even if we're not at Rio Tinto. The Riot, sorry. America, America first. first. Wow. The Riot. The Riot. 
What a slip up. Uh, Thibault Robbie says, honestly, maybe a seven. We did figure it, it around the end. Uh, let's see. Fairy 24. I'd give it a 6.5. First half was rough, but if they play every single game the way they played second half, uh, we'll get pretty far this season. Uh, da Robs or DA Robs 5 says, I'll give the team a six. Demir Jefferson and Jasper played well. I like certain members of the podcast. I'm ready for Chang to be on the bench. Wait, what Ooh. certain members, bro? Who who doesn't who wants Chang on the bench? Chang, Chang will be on the bench by the end of the year. I yeah, dude. I, I mean, he has to be right. What's you, his contract? Club record signing. I think we just renewed him, but yeah, you have did. a club record signing in your spot now. That if he comes good, your spots. You know, you're going to be off off the bench. Uh, the those, yeah, those days are numbered, man. Um, he's also like we have to remember he's in his 30s now, which I think we all so forget. Weird. So yeah, yeah. Uh, DA Robs 5 to continue on he says uh, Glad kind of struggled in the first half but I think he'll be okay Alan Alcast just wrote 6 Ian Lenars wrote 5 if the team could string together more passes uh, instead of the hang on if the team could string together more passes instead of the bypassing the midfield to the wingers sorry dude uh, you must have been in a hurry writing that one confusing no but I, I know what he's saying there's there's a lot of times we skipped Ojeda, Krylock, Lothelson, Sava. Well, not Sava, but we were going straight for that switch or the outside ball to the winger to, to try to break free, and it just wasn't working. Yeah. Ian Linares, Josh saved you. Okay. Luke Roge says six, and then uh, King Dom 801 wrote six and missing Aaron Herrera 22 on the back wing. Absolutely. It's true. Um, yeah, you guys are killing it on the engagement on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks, guys, for chilling with us and uh, it's always. Good to be back, man. Yeah, just always, uh, you know, always just commenting and being your 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 true fans, self, and listeners. We appreciate it. Okay, um, let's go around the room. Let's do the one to ten. Uh, your standout player. You can elaborate if you want, and then we can also. You can also cover. The not-so-standout player or really anything about the squad that uh, you didn't like. Uh, and then also, I kind of want to incorporate uh, some Pablo talk in there. Did we like the tactics? Did we like the, the substitutions? Are we confident in Pablo? Uh, let's start with Alex. Um, I'll start with Pablo. It's too early to tell. Um, I think, again, it, it was just a funky game for RSL. Um, but at the end of the day, they pulled out the three points. And for the first game of the season, for being on the road in Canada, it works. You know, it's good. We got three points. Um, but it, I think from now, it's just how do you respond and how do you polish things up, especially the control in the midfield. Um, and especially just just contr- dictating the game through the midfield because we didn't really see that from Wajeda and Lafelson last that last night. So I think for me, if the Pablo is just too early to tell, I give the overall performance of the team probably a 5.4. It's oddly specific. That is way too specific. A 5.4, bro? <laughs> I'm going to go a 5.1 and a half. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know if you uh, agree with Alex. Josh? Um, You know, first half I was regretting being excited for the season. Uh, second half I was back to being excited about the season, right? So I think we're just going to be in for a roller coaster this year. As far as standouts... Honestly, no one really stood out to me. I think everyone was just kind of meh. Like, literally everyone. Yeah. Um, there were some bad standouts just due to bad giveaways. Um, the substitutions were fine. I 
I was a little concerned about Dami going 90, if I'm not going to lie to you guys, mm-hmm. especially on turf coming back from injury. But, you know, he's your captain. He's your talisman. So I get it. Go for it. But, you know, it's risky. Um, but, yeah, I think Pablo did fine. The real test is going to be Seattle next week. Yeah. You know, that's always a test. But we do well in Seattle, oddly enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And Garth is gone. He's in Atlanta now. Yeah, the old Weibles is running it. So I'm curious how that goes. I'm curious to see if Seattle loses that little magic they had while Garth is there. Well, so far, the only change that Weibel has made is he brought in Heber from, or Eber from New York City FC. Right, but I mean that's you're that's running. Still he's a, running it back with the same exact squad he had last year, which we saw struggled. But that was also Champions League, right? They still won the Champions League. Sure, and no one's going to take that away from them. But coming but, back into you know Major League Soccer, coming back into that Champions League hangover, but, but, and, and some can say that it probably was an injury issue too because you're missing your most key player in Joel Paulo all year. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same exact Seattle team that ran out and didn't make the playoffs for their first time since coming into the league. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, Weibel didn't really have a good shot here because Deloitte was the owner. Yeah. Right. So I'm really curious what he can do. I don't see it going well for Seattle. I don't either. I don't, they, not that they're going to have a bad year. They're not going to be cup contenders. Yeah. I remember we were talking about how weird it was to, like, not have them in the playoffs. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Isaac? I would love for them to just absolutely suck for a few seasons. Um, You're rating uh, out of ten, and uh, and Pablo. Do you believe in Pablo? I do believe in Pablo. Actually, I think he he's going to do a good good job this season. Uh, right now, from what I saw, six out of ten, and I'm just really happy that Demir Krylik's back because he's been missed. I missed him. That's fair. I think everyone's happy Dummy's back. If you're not happy Dummy's back, something you have an yeah. issue. Oh, there's nobody on. There's no one out there. Um, <laughs> I mirror your guys' as five out of ten, but I think uh, getting a win. I mean, a win's a win. You got to tack on two yep. points. I'm going to go to seven out of ten. Wow. I was um, going overall. I, I'm going overall. I think okay. seven out of ten is decent. Uh, yeah, I believe in Pablo, man. It's... Uh, like you guys were saying, like brand new jitters, new season jitters, playing in Vancouver, um, standout player. I would have to say, obviously, Demir. Just man, just he's on a whole different level, dude. Um, the one touch, the leadership he brings, and I think the improvement. I think it's, I think it's unfair to just tack it onto one player instinctively, like you guys were saying. It's easy to just throw it on Chang. Uh, I feel that, but um, man, this was just like a multitude of just weak play and mm-hmm. weak figuring it out, and it just took too long to try and figure it out. And then, I mean, we had the we had the burst where the goals were scored, but then after that, it just kind of felt like it just went back to mediocre play, and we kind of lucked out with that two one win. Absolutely, we there were many times, many times we could have lost the lead. Yeah. So yeah, just. Uh, Man, I think we're man. It's there's no better feeling than starting out the new season with three points. Absolutely on Let's the just board. Keep uh, yep. I think Justin Glad put a season, uh, like a season goals of how many he wanted to get. He said that he wanted five. He got his first. Four more to go. Yeah, that's. I mean, this early, dude. Right. So, um, I don't, I don't know if he'll hit that number, but it'd be awesome if he did. I bet you he hits three. 
Yeah. Carlos Andres Gomez, what's his number? Seven? He said seven, yeah. Yeah, so seven goals is uh that 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 that'd be fun to kind of digest and just kind of see what the uh other players are aiming for. I'm I'm still a firm believer that if we bring in a true nine, a true goal scorer, this team can go very, very far. Yeah. Cool. Anything else, guys? No, Covered think, it all? I think just... I mean, why is Brody going gray? That's my only question. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. But no. No, no. Actually, speaking about Brody. Yeah, though, speaking yeah. about Brody, I totally forgot he got left concussed, so hopefully he's all right. Oh, man. Because uh, I think under him is uh, Bodie. Bodie, yeah. yeah. But this could be, I mean, young players are always looking for that opportunity to come in and make their mark. I, this I, could be his time. And we saw it with Brody a couple years ago. Right. So mm-hmm. I hope it's not at the expense of Brody. Yeah. But this is, you know, if he truly is out with a concussion. And this is his time to come in and show what he can do. I hope he takes full advantage. Absolutely. Heck yeah. Um, that pretty much uh, sums it up, guys. Uh, that is the latest episode of the RSL show. Do we want to preview the next matchup? Well, it's probably too early to do that. Um, unless you guys have anything that you guys want to cover. I think we covered it. Yeah, I think we're good. Kind of heading into wanted. that, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, just remember to sign up for your. Uh, RSL MLS uh, season pass and uh, congrats to the winner Dalton Gee uh, we've sent that over to you dude thanks again everybody for the reviews and uh, we will continue this on we'll uh, work with the RSL team store to bring more giveaways and just reward you guys for listening weekly uh, we appreciate you guys catch RSL show content on KSL Sports A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.